songs if we're already on it. Yeah, I was trying to think of a way to segue in, uh, but for sure, I mean, the Clippers, even though they got rid of all that cap space, they have a four-game lead in the standings with, like, 16 games left. I mean, Sacramento plays well, but, I mean, four games, you're you're hoping, let's say, let's say the Clippers go 10-6. and six. So now you got to go 14-2 and two just to tie them, and you might not even have the tiebreaker? No, not gonna happen. Yeah. You think all four games, sixteen, you can like eight and eight. Yeah, but then the Clippers are tied with San Antonio, who's like San Antonio's tied in the win column with Utah, and so is Clippers. So it's like the Clippers could be the third seed. That's they won't. I, I know, but I'm saying. They're only like two games back of the third seed right now, and they don't have a superstar. Their best player is Patrick Beverly. Just kidding. He's their best defensive Lou player. Williams. Lou Williams is probably their best player. Like I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Um. I looked at the Spurs' schedule. I mean, I've got them going at least eleven and five. So the Lakers, the Lakers are done, bro. They're just yeah, they're like six and a half back. They, they yeah, and it's not even that they're six and a half back. They lost to the Suns. They lost to the Grizzlies. They lost to some. They lost to the Pelicans. Like they lost to a bunch of teams they shouldn't have lost to. And then of course they beat the Rockets. But then they're probably going to lose to the Celtics. Um, this whole thing's just. The Lakers are bad, but here's the other thing no one's talking about. They're like, and, and it all goes back to the, well, LeBron, if he's the best player in the world, should be able to win despite anything. It's, dude, Lonzo Ball's been out. Ingram just was out of the lineup. Tyson Chandler, I mean, when they got hit by the injury bug, they got hit. They don't got a, a coach that's suited for that roster. Management decided they were just going to get all these dudes who couldn't shoot. And so... And then they don't play defense, and then the whole AD trade blew up in their face. But enough about the Lakers. Um, I want to kind of bounce around the West a little, little bit, um, which obviously we can't say too much because we don't know until the end of the season. Like what the? Cause I think the I think the West is all about matchups. Yeah. In my opinion, it's going to be in the East. It's going to be Milwaukee and Toronto as long as they hold the number one and number two seed. I just think that those teams are both too good. Um, it's only two games tonight. They both kind of suck. Um, but let me so, let me let me kind of give us a format here because we're gonna kind of bounce around and be kind of like random. Sorry, people, but hey, it's good sports talk. I'm I'm deep serious. It's good sports talk. But uh, let me give you a little like background. All right, so we can speculate. Let's speculate. Maybe all right. This team might play well. This team might play well. Blah blah blah. Like Golden State, for instance, isn't playing well right now. Just plain and simple. Let's just say things like that. Let's not like compare teams too much in the playoffs because, like you said, we don't know the order. Any, I mean, we won't know the order probably till the last two games of the season. Oh yeah. So we'll, let's do that. Let's not get into like oh who we think's gonna go. Let's not do that. Let's table all that till we get there. Uh, but let me pull my standings up. I kind of know what they are. Like, uh, the number one overall seed, I think possibly is still is down to just 
But then I say it's down to, it's down to five teams. Let me put it that way. The Clippers aren't getting the number one seed. Spurs aren't. I mean, there's a way that the Portland Trailblazers could sneak in. The only three teams that I really think could get it are the Rockets, Nuggets, and the Warriors. Yeah, and the Rockets are five back with 16 to go, so that but, would probably take Golden State, you know. Going like 12 and – no, that's not right. Like They need to go like nine and seven or something like that. But Houston has been on a roll. They're the they're playing fun basketball. They're exciting to watch. It depends on their schedule. Uh, let me look at Houston's schedule and let's see how. 76ers, Mavericks, Hornets, Warriors. They could pick a game up there. Suns, Timberwolves, Hawks, Grizzlies. There's a stretch right there where they might not lose a game. Maybe the Warrior. I mean, they will, but there's a, they got a stretch here where, but they do end with Bucks, Rockets. I mean, Bucks, Rockets, Bucks, Nuggets, and Kings. But they do have a lull there where they. So I mean, it's see. I mean, they're hot right now, man. They're twenty-two and nine at home. Well, the Warriors have the they play at home against the Nuggets, and they got the Suns, the Rockets, the Thunder, the Spurs, Timberwolves, Pacers, Mavericks, Pistons, Grizzlies, Timberwolves, Hornets. So there's a couple of losses there. They got then they got the Cavs, the Nuggets again, the Clippers, the Pelicans, and the Grizzlies. So I just now, now the the bigger question is is so I think tomorrow the Nuggets play at the Warriors. If the Nuggets win that game, they're tied for the number one seed. They technically would have the number one seed, I think, because they might have a tiebreaker. I don't know how they played so far, but I am, that might be crazy. The number one overall seed might come down to a tiebreaker, and you know who owns the tiebreaker of a Golden State? Who? The Rockets. They have done nothing but beat the crap out of Golden State. Oh, but yeah, this is why I think Golden State or Houston will win that because in April. The Nuggets play the Warriors, the Spurs, the Trailblazers, the Trailblazers, the Jazz, and then the Timberwolves. Oh. And then going into that game, they've got they play the Wizards, the Thunder, the Rockets, the Pistons, the Pacers, the Knicks, the Wizards, the Celtics, the Pacers, the Mavericks, the Timberwolves, and the Warriors. So Denver's Denver's not out of the woods yet. There's there's seven game lose. Yeah. And nine and seven is Ugh. I mean, the Rockets have been hot lately. But my thing is with the Rockets, are so inconsistent that I'm not really too threatened by them. But going back to the standings, I mean, well, you, you said we were going to talk about that at a different time. But it's going to be interesting once we get to the matchups. Um, the East is – it's like nobody nobody wants to take the number three seed away from Indiana. It's Philadelphia just lost to the Bulls. And so if Boston figures this out, they might want to be careful because Boston might come up there and snatch that – home court advantage away, and that changes the whole dynamic in the East. Like I said, anybody below five, I get kissing the Pistons and whoever, whatever one of them teams are. Um, so it, it's it's been a good NBA season, though. Hey, don't look now. The Pistons are the hottest team in the East. 
Are they now? They're eight and two in their last ten games. Yeah. Milwaukee hit kind of a rough stretch. Toronto had a good win against Portland, but then lost to Houston when they had a lead in, I believe, the fourth quarter. Man, I I was telling you, I watched that game against Portland from beginning to end, and I really like Toronto. Uh, I'm not going to give a – like, I think they're going to go to the finals, but I really like where Toronto's at right now. They're two and a half back in Milwaukee. But I think it's Milwaukee's to lose the number one overall seed. Toronto's kind of sitting nice and pretty at that two seed. It's just, can Philadelphia and Boston put enough together to catch Indiana? It's kind of the real factor here. Because I don't think Detroit's catching anybody. They're kind of snug in that six, but Brooklyn's right there. Uh, Orlando, Miami, and Charlotte are all within a game of each other. And don't look now. But the uh, Wizards are only three games out. <laughs> Here's the thing about Milwaukee, bro. And I know, like, real quick, this is my last, probably our preview thing. Milwaukee's nightmare is the Philadelphia and Boston keep the four and five seed. Because then they've got to play one of them in the second round. Whereas Toronto would have to play the winner of Indiana, Detroit. So Toronto could easily walk to the conference finals. It's weird how it's set up that way how the one gets to play the four or the five but the, that that's why Milwaukee Milwaukee really needs Indiana to slip into that fourth seat but it doesn't really matter I mean because they're gonna have to play I mean the conference semifinals should be if Indiana gets bumped out Milwaukee Toronto Philadelphia Boston but I'm not really sure anybody wants to see Indiana because they just keep winning um I mean I'm, I'm I honestly I'm starting to put Nate McMillan into my coach of the year conversation. If he finishes, because this team could have fell apart after Oladipo went down. Yeah. If this team keeps it together and gets that number three seed, he's got to be coach of the year. Because can you name any other team other than maybe uh, Dan D'Antoni in Houston that had this kind of turnaround? They didn't have a turnaround. They kept face. I mean, and then there's Doc Rivers who kept face after. He, your best player either goes down or gets traded, and you keep face. Like, you don't lose your spot. I mean, Houston was, what, like 11-17 and 17 or something crazy like that. They were the second-worst team in the conference. And then Harden just was like, hey, guys, let me tighten up my backpack and y'all hop on. Because I'm about to – and they rode Harden for months or weeks, I mean, a couple months. And he just – like 30, 35 games or whatever and – they were like twenty-eight and seven or some craziness like that. Like they balled. Yeah, another thing about Indiana too is they went from the seventh seed to the fifth seed last year. So they get the third seed. It's like they're just steadily improving. I mean, um, I'm with you. Uh, this is good for their team because when Ol- Ol- Oladipo comes back next year, that team's gonna be cold. Oh yeah. The eat man, the NBA is balanced. I don't care what anybody says. There's about, I'd say, eight or nine teams from both sides. Like I could presumably somehow make the conference finals. You have Golden State, Denver, Houston, Oklahoma City, 
And then in the East, you could, you could go Milwaukee, Toronto, Philadelphia, Boston, and Indiana. If they get a, if Indiana gets a lucky bounce in one of those East, one of those four or five teams. I mean, Indiana. I mean, I mean, it's it's interesting. Now, I only think a couple of teams can possibly win the title. Yeah. I think that's Golden State, Milwaukee, or Toronto. Um, Philadelphia and Boston, maybe, just because they have the, I mean, that's the thing. There's so much talent in the East. It's just, I want to see what this looks like. Like I said, I want to look, I want to see what this looks like when it gets to the playoffs because everyone is sick of the regular season at this point. Everyone's just ready to get to the playoffs or if you're trash, you're ready to get home and be off for a couple months. So it'll be interesting. I think that, that this is good for the NBA. So, uh, Lastly, we're almost wrapping this up. I want to talk about maybe the lottery. Like some of these, like Cleveland's won, Phoenix won like four in a row or some craziness, like four out of like six or something crazy like that. Uh, they've gotten hot lately, and Chicago and Atlanta battled it out. They balled two games back to back, and then it gets kind of tight where it's like <laughs> Dallas, Washington, and Memphis are only separated by one game. Uh, and then Chicago, if they go on a losing streak and Cleveland wins, they'll end up being the top three. And then if you're Cleveland, you don't want that. You want to make up some injury for Kevin Love if y'all start flirting with Chicago. So that's why I was trying to tell somebody the other day about the Phoenix winning. It doesn't matter. As long as they don't let Chicago catch them, as long as they're in the top three, their, their chances of getting the number one overall pick are all the same. Right, because right now the Knicks are thirteen and fifty-two, the Suns are fifteen and fifty-one, and the Cavs are sixteen and forty-nine. Um, with anywhere from seventeen to sixteen games between those teams, uh, Chicago's nineteen and forty-seven. They just won last night. Atlanta, I think Atlanta, I think it's going to be Cleveland, Phoenix, and New York. I think those are going to be the top three. But you know, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't actually mean too much. It's just all about those ping pong balls. Yeah. And then you talk about who so, who goes one, two. Uh, I think Zion's still in the one. But depending on who gets there, I really think R.J. Barrett is solidifying himself as the two because of the way he's been playing. Cam Reddish is like ghost, man. Averaging only like 10 points a game, you know, five games without Zion. And R.J. Barrett's averaging like 29 and a half or something crazy like that. Averaging like 29, 7, and 7 without Zion Williamson. And I'm just like – there's his resume like, hey, I'm the number two overall pick. Maybe maybe depending on the team, if you're ballsy enough, depending on who you got at each position, you draft R.J. Barrett instead of Zion Williamson if you want to get fired. But, I mean, you can make the case he's balling. But that being said, I mean, think about it. Phoenix, they don't need – if they get the number two overall pick, they might go point guard. So it doesn't matter. Because do they really need another shooting guard slash small forward when you got Booker out here dropping 40 points? No. Cleveland. Yeah, Booker and Josh Jackson. Yeah. Cleveland needs the one or – it doesn't really matter if they get one, two, or three if Phoenix hits the two because then R.J. Barrett might be sitting there at three and they're just like, hey, yeah, R.J. Barrett, Sexton, Kevin Love, let's go. That team might mess around and make the nice little team. That team might mess around and make the playoffs next year. 
Well, don't they have like a, they have several draft picks? Um, I don't know how many. Only one in the first round, I think, this year. But um, no, I I think they get Houston's first round pick if I remember correctly. Well, we'll figure it out at some yeah. point. When we get close to the draft, we'll definitely know all this stuff. But you, I'm going to wrap this thing up real fast. You have been listening or watching The Kicker and the Outlaw on the Rehab Sports Guys Network. For the Outlaw, Jesse James, I'm the Kicker. Peace out. See y'all next week. <laughs>